Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Jones, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's Housing Wire Daily features an interview with NerdWallet home and mortgage expert Holden Lewis. In this episode, Lewis reviews the latest mortgage rate numbers and examines how it has impacted potential home buyers. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. At Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, we know your vision of success is unique to you. That's why your goals and our culture of support go hand in hand. We give you the tools and support you need to thrive and live your best life. Come home to Atlantic Bay. Visit joinatlanticbay.com to explore what's possible. Atlantic Bay Mortgage Group, NMLS number 72043, is an equal opportunity employer. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I'm joined by NerdWallet home and mortgage expert, Holden Lewis. Listeners, today, Holden will be speaking to us today about the latest mortgage rate numbers. Holden, thanks for joining us today. Hey, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'd like to get started by discussing the most recent mortgage rates. In the week ending on June 3rd, 2021, Freddie Mac claims the average U.S. mortgage rate rose four basis points to an average of 2.99% after sitting at 2.95% the week prior. In your perspective, how have fluctuating mortgage rates impacted potential home buyers at this time? You know, they just haven't really been fluctuating very much. I mean, they, they've been pretty steady since about the middle of April, the 30-year fixed has been in this small range of like one eight-point range. So fairly, fairly stable. And for homeowners, that's good news. You know, they've been stressed by rapidly rising house prices. Um, and if rates have been moving up or down a whole lot, that's just another variable they would have had to consider. So, um, you know, it's kind of a blessing that that rates have been steady. I mean, if they've been falling, you, you can imagine kind of get into the mind space of a home buyer. Like if rates are falling and prices are rising really fast, then you get into this thing like, oh, well, should I wait two weeks? Should I wait a month? And of course, if if rates have been rising a lot, then they would have been just freaking out and um, buying even more homes sight <laughs> unseen, you know. It, it's been it's been a pretty good thing for for buyers. All right. Well, let's dive a little deeper on the current state of the housing market and talk about home prices. The latest S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller Home Price Index report showed a 12% annual gain in February, which was up 11.2% in January. With historically low mortgage rates and an increase in home buyer demand, can we expect to see home prices continue climbing going forward? Yes. I mean, I expect home prices to keep rising indefinitely. Um, I mean, I think home prices would still be going up pretty strongly, even if mortgage rates were rising, which, you know, they're just really not doing much of. Um, And that's because the demand is just so much higher than the supply. And, you know, that demand is going to remain strong because there was this boom of people born like 30 to 35, 37 years ago. And they're entering that kind of prime age to buy your first home. So it's just going to take a long time for enough 
homes to be built to accommodate all the people who want to own one. And meanwhile, you know, it seems like we've we've had back-to-back economic crises. You know, we had the Great Recession, we had the the COVID recession, and you know, unfortunately for people who want to own homes, landlords are often in a position to take advantage of of those recessions. And so, you know, they buy homes. So what you end up with is a lot of people who are renting who would prefer to own, but landlords aren't selling among that kind of limited supply of houses. So, you know, there's a lot of people who are unwillingly renting. It's interesting. Well, although low mortgage rates have been a contributing factor to the incredibly hot housing market that we've seen over this last year, you know, I'd like to know what your thoughts are on what opportunities and obstacles there have been for home buyers in this year's housing market. As far as opportunities, there just, <laughs> there really hasn't been. I mean, even with the low mortgage rates, just not enough houses for sale. I mean, it's just um, super frustrating for for buyers just having to compete. So, you know, that's that's also the main obstacle. Just not enough home for sale, homes for sale. You got competitive bidding, sellers who like to accept cash offers. You have that pressure to waive inspection and financing and appraisal contingencies, just a lot more obstacles <laughs> than opportunities for home buyers, unfortunately. All right. Well, looking at the month ahead, should we anticipate seeing mortgage rates rise or continue to fall? I think that mortgage rates are going to rise in June, especially in the second half of the month. The Federal Reserve uh, Monetary Policy Committee is meeting June 15th and 16th. And I expect them this time to say in their statement, but even more so in the news conference afterward, to start talking about talking about making plans to taper the um, purchases of mortgage bonds and treasuries. And, you know, even though that is fully expected, even though they've actually started kind of talking about talking about it in May, um, I think as that time draws more near, it starts to look more certain. um, The timing starts to look a little bit more firm we're going to see upward pressure on mortgage bond yields and therefore mortgage rates. Don't expect a ton of increase in this month, but a little bit. Okay. Well, we'll definitely be keeping an eye on that. But lastly, before we go, is there anything else that you'd like to add today or any anything else our listeners should know? You know, I think that there's an opportunity in these streamlined refinance programs for the lower income borrowers. You know, FUFA says that there are 2 million lower income homeowners who didn't refinance because, you know, even though they could have in the last year. And so, you know, you have this Fannie Mae Refi Now that I think is starting Saturday and Refi Possible from Freddie that starts in August. And, you know, among other things, those are going to subsidize appraisal costs for refinances. And we're talking about people who make 80% or less than the area median income. So, you know, refinances are kind of dying down because most people who've been able to refi have done it. Um, You know, there's a low inventory of homes for sale. So, you know, there's a lot of competition to find borrowers, you know, to buy homes. So I think that these programs might be worthwhile for the both the lenders 
and the refinancing homeowners because hey you know this is just a, a kind of a new market that you can tap into people who now can afford to refinance because they're having those appraisal costs um, subsidized. All right. Well, a lot of great insight here today, Holden. We appreciate your time and thanks for joining us on Housing Wire Daily today. Hey, thank you. Absolutely. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing Housing Wire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.